From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. Yes, I am still the baby-faced assassin of freedom, your host, Jerry Brooks, and also your tour guide through the wackadoodle world of Joe Biden's America. Well, ladies and gentlemen, happy to be back. Uh, returned home last night from West Palm Beach after being at the Turning Point USA uh, Political Action Conference uh, down in West Palm Beach over the weekend and had a pretty darn good time. I loved it. Nice to be back here in the old home studio and back here in North Florida, but still, (laughs) it is still pretty dang hot whether you're in North Florida or South Florida. The humidity is just hideous. But in spite of the weather, we are back in business, back on our regular uh, production schedule. And as before I kind of get into uh, what happened down in West Palm Beach over the weekend at the conference, just want to let you know if you want to send us an email, shout out, questions, what have you, in black and right at gmail.com. Or check out our website in blackandright.net. Well, I it was going to be crazy. I knew that this isn't really my first rodeo. Uh, I knew there was going to be a lot going on uh, with the Secret Service and so on and so forth. It was pretty interesting because, as Charlie Kirk, the founder of TPUSA, announced, this was a first multi-day political action conference for TPUSA. And, you know, there were, you know, there were glitches, there were slip-ups, there were all kinds of things. Uh, But I have to give, you know, Charlie and his team uh, kudos for being ambitious enough to try to do this over multiple days. But, I, you know, they're, they're going to probably uh, take it and make it better uh, for next year. And looking forward maybe to going to that one. But, uh, but yeah, I, I had a wonderful time. And uh, it, even though there were some of the uh, speakers that I didn't get their speeches in, in, t- in their entirety, but a lot of the ones on Sunday I did. Now, if you want to check out in black in black and white the audio podcast, I've managed to turn a lot of those uh, speeches into uh, special episodes of the podcast that have been up uh, over the weekend, and plenty of access to them. So, if you uh, because I can only do so much with we didn't have a whole lot of video. But we've got quite a bit of audio. So if you want to hear the speeches uh, from a lot of the people who spoke on Sunday, uh, got some really good ones from uh, both Missouri senators, Josh Hawley and Eric Schmidt. They, they came up with some really good ones. But 
the Sunday speeches really, it felt like to me, I was at church. <laughs> because a lot of the speakers had spoken of God loves you. God has a plan. He has, he has a plan for you, has a plan for this country. He wants you to help preserve the greatness of America. Now, I got no problem with any of it. No problem at all. Now, there are some, sadly, uh, who, who call themselves Christians have a major league problem with it because you're just too political. I said, really? Is ab ab Abortion is not a political issue. It is a very moral issue. The same thing with the trafficking of minor kids for sex. That's a major major moral issue. This is why the sound of freedom is now close, if not already past, $100 million in the box office. And in spite of the lies of the uh, mainstream media, in spite of the really dirty tricks that are going on in movie theaters throughout the country, you have had people who say, well, the air conditioning is out, uh, or they've said that the movie was sold out, but it actually wasn't. So I'm thinking to myself, man, Tim Ballard and Jim Caviezel and the folks involved with the film, they have struck pay dirt and they've struck a whole lot of nerves in Hollywood, in the media, in DC, it's just unbelievable. Now, Disney spends dang near $300 million for the Indiana Jones movie and doesn't even beat it and, and doesn't even have a very successful opening day. Here Comes Sound of Freedom only took $15 million uh, to make and it's kicking butt everywhere everywhere it's amazing um, and what was amazing as well Tim Ballard the man the former Homeland Security agent whose life who's the movie is based on his life and he spoke at TPUSA at the ActCon and man, oh man, if you weren't there to see it, you could definitely, you know, if you watched it, I mean, it was a mind-boggling. I mean, we're talking a standing ovation several minutes long. And what, it, it wasn't so much the, uh, the standing ovation and the roars and the cheers of the crowd for Tim Ballard. It's how Ballard reacted. I mean, he was so surprised and so incredibly humble that it, it was wild. I mean, he, it was just amazing to watch and to hear. And if you uh, subscribe and follow us, you can get his speech from the from day number two uh, and listen to it. It, it it's amazing and the fact 
that I mean, hearing I mean, I've heard a lot of interviews with uh, Tim Ballard and Jim Caviezel, who's a wow, a monumentally talented actor. This is his best role since The Passion of the Christ. Uh, and that was something that was said in a lot of circles by a lot of people. But the fact that Tim Ballard shared his adventures to share his vision, his heart, and to stop this moral evil. I mean, this is just straight up evil. No ifs, no ands, nor buts. And to call it a QAnon movie is a damned insult. It's a damned insult. You know, QAnon movie, my ass. <laughs> you know, sorry, but for those of you who found that offensive, well, sorry. But I'm not really in the mood to be nice and genteel about this because this is a very serious subject. And for so many of so many people I know throughout the country who've seen the movie, a lot were in tears, a lot were just impacted, I mean, really down to the core of their soul. This is a lot more than a movie, it's a movement. A lot. Uh, it's, it's definitely a movement to wake up the Christian community and be it evangelical, Protestant, Catholic, maybe even Jewish, you know, doesn't matter. Put, put this evil out of its misery. And for all the Hollywood freakazoids, the mainstream media who are doing their best to cover for the Hollywood freakazoids, and also, don't forget DC, I mean, this is not just a Jeffrey Epstein thing. And it's global. It really blows my mind. And the reason why these people, these cartels that traffic in this are making money hand over fist, the biggest reason why the United States, the, we are the number one nation for the consumption of child pornography and, and trafficking. It is absolutely hideous. And I lived in the Pacific Northwest. Seattle is a huge city for trafficking, illegal trafficking of children as a population center and as a port city. So yeah, we got a lot of that going on here. So overall, the conference was pretty good. Uh, I mean, of course, the crescendo towards the end, the last three speakers for the entire conference were Donald Trump Jr., Dan Bongino, and Mr. War Room himself, Steve Bannon. And Bannon's speech was definitely a stemwinder. It was fire. It felt like an old-time tent revival meeting. And he definitely fired up the troops. Not just doing his show on Saturday, which I actually had a chance to, uh, to be a part of, but his speech to end the conference was nothing short 
of phenomenal. And I mean, I was like ready to just, you know, go out there and just, and and go at it. As a podcaster, uh, as independent media, as an activist. So yeah, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Now, of course, the timing of this, after this terrific conference down in West Palm, Today, Jack Squat, the special prosecutor, just had to throw in a major league monkey wrench. Certainly one of the big stories today. Uh, President Trump has been told that he is a target in the Justice Department's January 6th grand jury probe. And that he must report to the grand jury within four days. So I'm thinking, I mean, the timing of this is so hideously obvious. You know, it's like you have, he, Trump gave his keynote speech on Saturday night, an hour and a half loaded with policy. Loaded. It was amazing. And everybody who was there loved it. Loved it. Now, and then of course, uh, Jack Squat and the rest of his uh, Motley crew, it's like, you know these people are freaking desperate. You gotta know. Because hasn't Jack Squat or Jack Smith, whichever you prefer, Hasn't he not been listening? He is so arrogant and so full of himself and so believes that he is going to take down Trump. I'm on, yeah, okay, whatever. I mean, this documents case is annoying. It's truly annoying. And if by some messed up miracle, uh, you know, that... Trump somehow gets taken off the ballot and they're trying to use the 14th Amendment to do it. If they succeed, and and I know they won't, but if by some very slim chance they succeed, get ready for the biggest write-in campaign in American history. Just be ready. People are ticked off. They're totally ticked off of all this. Not just the whole thing with uh, the Ukraine and all, and apparently today another 1.3 billion dollars is going in military aid to the Ukraine. Oh joy! Thanks a lot. And this is why people like Mike Pence got nuked by Tucker Carlson. Absolutely got nuked. Tucker is a master, a master assassin. And I'm just going, man, oh man. How many campaigns did he mess up and totally destroy last Friday in Iowa? How many? I'm like, wow. And of course now, I somehow I just love the RNC. They are just so pathetic that they now have 
Trump and five other people uh, who are going to be on the debate stage, if you even want to call it a debate. And now, another, and today, another, a retired FBI official has come before, is telling Congress that what the IRS whistleblowers have said is true and has corroborated it. I mean, oh my gosh. Uh, what reading the story here in just the news, one of my favorite, uh, definitely one of my favorite news sites. Uh, the the headline, there we go. Forbidden questions, denied warrants, witness tip-offs, agents detail interference with the Hunter Biden probe. I'm like, okay. Now, for all you blowhard Democrats like Jerry Nadler, now you have, I'll just read a little bit of this uh, from the story, and it's by John Solomon, so yeah, believe me, if Solomon's writing it, take it to the bank. He's got the receipts, and oh mercy, God bless you, John Solomon. From his story, a retired FBI supervisor's account to Congress of how the Bureau tipped off Joe Biden's team in December 2020 about plans to conduct a surprise interview of his son, Hunter Biden, not only corroborates a key, allegations, a key allegation from two IRS whistleblowers, it further paints a portrait of unusual meddling into the investigation of the first family's overseas business dealings. Oops. So, blowhard Nadler, making your idiotic assertion that these two IRS whistleblowers were given money for their testimony. God, you are so pathetic and predictable and the rest of your Democrat buddies including Schiff, Swolehead, Ted Lieu, Zoe Lofgren, the whole stinking bunch of you. Now, you can either get right with God or get ready to expend your eternity in hell. Because the lies you people put out and your media colleagues who march right in lockstep, pathetic and predictable. And... January 20th, 2025, around noon Eastern. Get ready when Trump takes his hand off the Bible. He is going to bring, I believe, something that has been needed for a long time. And that's some good old-fashioned holy hell. You know, the deep state, the administrative state, you know, now is the time to be a whistleblower because if you're still in the deep state, the administrative state, when Trump takes office again, it will suck to be you. It will suck. You know, and all the snarky media of D.C., well, I mean, that's not exactly a policy. I said, well, shoot, what do you, 
What do you think we've had since Joe Biden took office? That's not policy. That's called basically screwing the country. Another 1.3 billion going to the Ukraine when you have American streets that are nothing more than freaking war zones, a border that is just aiding and abetting all kinds of criminal activity, gaming the asylum system. Sorry, economic migrants or migrancy is not an excuse for asylum. Sorry, not sorry. So get over it. You know, we, and I just had a conversation with a friend of mine today who's in Miami and he saw this human, he, I, I witnessed it. He, he said, you really should see this. A line, a humongous line of illegal immigrants at the ICE office in South Florida. Uh, around the Miami Fort Lauderdale area and I'm thinking to myself I'm not really that surprised considering every town's a border town every state's a border state now and the fact that oh my my yuckus really needs his sorry sorry ass completely impeached along with Merrick Garland and Christopher Ray about as snarky and smarmy a piece of work as you will ever see in your life. Yeah, yeah. It's like, if you want to, if the mainstream media wants to call Trump's second term revenge, I can live with that. Because he is the only one, and people are getting it as corrupt as Biden and everybody else is. People are getting it. Now, of course, the Democrats, you know, they just want to live in their own world of we want power at any cost and we'll screw over anybody who gets in our way. And now this story coming from a, a retired FBI guy has corroborated the testimony of the two IRS whistleblowers. So, <laughs> you know, and of course, I feel badly for uh, the retired FBI agent because I'm sure they're going to find some way to punish him for speaking truth to power. And ay 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 ay, this is amazing. And and believe me, I, I'm blown away. And this doesn't even begin to really scratch the surface of what's happened over the last few days. So I'll probably end up picking up where I left off tomorrow because there is some new there is still news there is still some serious news uh, the House Oversight Committee has put out a timeline of all of the Biden family influence peddling uh, what's been what what happened who did it happen with the whole a, a, a pretty detailed uh, timeline so there's that and the fact that you know once again uh, Darth Merrick Garland lying sack of crap absolutely said you know oh there was no uh, sort of interference from meddling from us BS the, an FBI, a retired FBI agent pretty much took your story and shot it full of holes, Merrick Garland.
And the fact that all of a sudden now Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, who is still a real douche, and now he's like, okay, we're going to do all this and, you know, we're going to go after Mayorkas and Garland and all this. I said, really? At the same time, you're sicking the House Ethics Committee on probably the guy who would be your biggest competition if somehow somebody got the stones and the spine to file a motion to vacate the chair. And that would be Matt Gates from Florida's first congressional right there in the beautiful Florida panhandle. Got some friends who live there. And yet, they're... <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. It's like if you're a fan of Kevin McCarthy, I feel badly for you because you've got some serious judgment problems. The man is a douche. Now, he's bringing up all these charges, old charges, in the Ethics Committee that even the FBI and the DOJ, had, there was nothing to it. Even And they, I can assure you, are no fans of Matt Gates. And yet, here's McCarthy trying to get the Ethics Committee to go after uh, Matt Gates because Matt Gates has been a thorn, a serious thorn, in Kevin McCarthy's side. And I hope he stays that way because I think he would make a fantastic Speaker of the House and would get real stuff done. I mean, real stuff, not this sort of Kevin McCarthy being all cool and after having thrown the nation under the bus, betrayed all kinds of promises because he didn't want to have to deal with Joe Biden again next year, just months before presidential race. Please, people. Uh-uh, nope. I have no love and no respect for Kevin McCarthy and it didn't take him that long to revert back to his true swampy self but hey what can you do folks but uh, I'm certainly will be doing more talking about the conference last week and other news of the day uh, tomorrow uh, when uh, getting it's kind of tricky to get back in the swing of things especially when I've been gone for a few days but we had a terrific time, and I'm glad you are here. But we will be here in the home studio for quite a while. And if you haven't gone and seen Sound of Freedom, I highly recommend it. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. Let's continue to push it well over $100 million and make Hollywood nervous as all get out. And I think, and same with DC too. But for now, my friends, uh, thank you for listening. You can always find us on any podcasting platform. We're on all of them, big, small, and in between. And follow us and subscribe to In Black and Right. Uh, you can also do it to our on our website, inblackandright.net. You can subscribe there, too. And also check out our online store. Uh, sadly, at the end of July... I have to uh, I have to let you know that there will be a bit of a price increase on our merchandise primarily because of Bidenomics and 
you know, we're just trying to find ways to keep the show supported. And every time you buy some of our merchandise, you help the, you help do that. And I am grateful for each and every one of you. So for now, take care, my friends. God bless. I will catch you tomorrow. And as always, Patriots come in all colors. <laughs>